Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Taveshima Ayede. At the last recording, if I remember correctly, we looked into why it's not a good idea to blow someone's phone up incessantly, don't keep calling back and um, trying to reach them without pause, but rather try calling a couple of times, leave a text message, let the text message show who you are. It should identify you if the person hasn't met you before. And if you guys have met before and you already have a few things up and running, leave a brief text message that shows what the agenda is and why they need to get back uh, to you. And just leave it at that. Leave the ball in their court. And then you take your calendar or your CRM, your Evernote, your Google documents, your post-it notes, your diary, your whatever it is that you use to track your interactions with um, customers and uh, business partners and potential business partners. Just make a note there, and so you'll get back to them on the, the um, you know, whenever the next date that you think you can reasonably um, reach out to them again. And it's because when you keep trying to blow up people's phone, when you keep calling and haranguing them um, unnecessarily, they're going to feel um, harassed. It's going to cause a lot of uh, tension and apprehension every time they see your name on the caller dial. And that is not what we want to establish when we're trying to build a relationship either with customers, potential customers, or people that we do business with. We want that whenever they see our name on the missed call, um, they can only think of um, happy thoughts or constructive thoughts. So that's what we should be um, aiming for. All right, so now let's uh, go back to where we were before that, um, that uh, what should I call it, diversion. I had been talking about... Um, Sales templates, contract templates, the relationship between those two, which is more important, uh, why should you use one and not the other, and then um, on and on. And so I'm going to get back on that soapbox uh, today. Now, it's no secret that in Abuja at least, and I suspect Lagos, at least back when I was in Lagos, that there are people who are of the contract camp and who say that you need ironclad contracts uh, from the get-go. Now, if you've listened to the last two or three episodes, I hope you kind of see why that's not necessarily the case. That it's not about the contracts per se, but it's about how you um, how you establish expectations and get a sense of what it is that your potential customer uh, wants. Get an, a sense of uh, the bride and groom's expectations and make those expectations clear and, of course, um, feed the expectations back to our brides and grooms and their families so that we don't have any quarrel or any issue either in the run-up to the wedding, while the wedding is being executed or after everything is totally done. So, I guess it's obvious what my own, what I'm partial to and that I believe that your sales template is much more important than your contract template. Now, this is also another reason why I think your sales template or your sales process or your sales philosophy or your sales framework or whatever it is that you want to call it, because I've noticed some people get touchy when you use some words. If you say sales template, they'll say, I oh, know I beg, I'm not a robot, I want to be free. How can you be saying sales template? I'm just saying pick whatever it is, your sales philosophy, your sales practice, your whatever is much more important than your contracting process. And the reason why that's the case is because your sales uh, template, your sales process, your sales philosophy, if done right, is going to reduce friction in the buying and the selling process, which is what we really want. 
we want things to move along um, smoothly without friction because if things move on smooth without friction and there's plenty of trust in the process when things uh, spring up that were unanticipated because there's no um, animosity here and because uh, things have been moving along in a convivial process it makes it a whole lot easier for somebody to just pick up the phone and to say uh hey bro i thought we agreed this is, is you know what's happening and then you guys can hash it out in the phone conversation and then um life goes on so um your sales process done right is going to reduce uh friction in the buying or in the selling process and it's going to do that um because um if done right, it's going to help establish trust because if you have a solid sales process, it looks like you're a professional, like you've done this before, you're leading them capably and confidently through the whole process. They're going to trust that, you know, this guy is a correct guy. You know, he knows what he's doing. Uh, it's clear that uh, this guy is a good wedding photographer. It's not just the day that he started his job. It's clear that Kemi knows what she's doing uh, as a wedding planner. Um, it's clear that she's a pro, the way that she's leading us through the whole process. And um, uh, another reason why it helps to reduce the friction in the buying process for them or in the selling process for you is because the sales process, part of the goal of the sales process is actually to find out what it is that your uh, brides and grooms, what it is that they want. So it doesn't matter which training that you're taking, whether you're looking at Grand Cardone or whether you're looking at um, Brian Tracy or whether you're looking at uh, Tom Hopkins or Miller Hyman or uh, spin selling or whatever sales process that you're looking at. There are also some Nigerian gurus in quote, and I like to say in quote because I find it funny when you see people who are sales trainers and, you know, they're selling, but then you look at their CV, you look at them and it's like, you know, this guy really hasn't sold anything or this babe hasn't sold anything. She just finished from Madonna University and then next thing she's a sales consultant because she has read a few books. Anyway, that's a rant I'm not going to get into. So, um, but I'm just saying that no matter who it is that you follow, whether it's the boy or the girl who just finishes from Madonna University and decides to start, or Tom Hopkins and the much more established people who've been doing this since before I was born, there's no sales process that teaches you how to just flog your services like, I mean, just as it is. Every process, every sales trainer, every process, every framework will get you to try and answer one underlying question. What is it that these people want? And that is what we should be focused on. So in the beginning, as a wedding photographer, it's not just about collecting the money, but you have to get a sense of what it is that they want. If you are a documentary guy like me, but the, um, you know, documentary guys, you know, we're kind of, we have this like paparazzi style. So we're going, we're following everything as it's live, different angles, you know, sharp, 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 plenty of energy and all that. But if you want people who want things, if you with a bride who wants it to be much more uh, slowed down, much more deliberate, much more sophistication, um, idealized shots, plenty of Photoshop, stuff like that, you need to tackle that at the beginning and say, oh, oh, sorry, that's not the kind of thing I do. I think you should be speaking to so, 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 and so. Maybe you've already spoken to X, Y, and Z photographers, so you guys have a relationship where you send business the way they give you a cut or whatever it is that you... Um, you do but bottom line is you need to sort that out from the beginning like find out what they want if it is not what you can provide let them know from the beginning like ah sister you know this is the kind of thing me i do from what you're saying i'm a bit skeptical you know are you sure have that conversation 
upfront. So at the end of the day, um, there's no quarrel. So wedding planners already know this. So that's a re- that's one of the reasons why I don't stress it because wedding planners, the typical wedding planner I run into already has a questionnaire and all whatnot. So she already has 10 to 20 questions that she asks and it becomes very apparent to the wedding planner uh, the more she speaks to the bride and the groom, whether they are a fit or not. And she knows whether let's do this or whether let me just shank these people let me just avoid let me ghost or whatever so um, that's why a sales process is um, really important and is much more important than the contracting process because for those of you who are contract-led you just kind of assume that the contract covers everything and that people can read and that they're adults and so if you just read the contract and uh, caveat emptor you know buyer beware um, you know it wasn't a contract you read it you should have been much more diligent. You should have been an adult. You should have read everything that I sent to you. And that's just not it. Anyway, I'm going to point out that um, I'm setting up a false dilemma. Yes, I know. Because it's not a matter of either um, a contracting process or a sales, an optimum sales uh, uh, um, framework. But it's a matter of having both. So you need both an optimum sales framework, sales process, sales script, sales template, same sales philosophy, whatever it is you want to call it. And then you also need um, optimum back-end functions, contracting, invoicing, and um, all those uh, other things as well. So it's both. They are both important. I guess what I'm just trying to say is that in the beginning, when you're stepping into this business, you need to pay a lot more attention to the um, selling process than the other back-end stuff. Because in the beginning, you go to UTC, you have somebody design uh, uh, professional um, invoice books for you and receipts and everything. And you have pay somebody for the logo and the everything. Like, what are you wasting all this money for? You don't even have any clients yet. So go out and sell first and get the ball rolling and smoothing out the sales process and then you can worry about all these uh, things in time but as relates to um, selling and contracting really the most important reason why the selling function is more important is because if you pay attention to the sales process you follow your sales philosophy it's being customer led you're you're getting into what they really want and so long as you stick to that process, there's very little reason for why quarrel should um, should uh, ensue during the wedding or after the wedding because you have found out what it is that they want and your job pretty much is to deliver um, according to spec. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a summary of my rant um, today. Um, sales process over contracting process in the beginning because the sales process helps you reduce friction in the buying and selling process is going to establish trust and is going to help you find out exactly what it is that they need because really when the quarrel arises and then people start pulling out contracts or emails to say no you sent this this is what you signed and all whatnot it's because there was a failure in expectations the bride thought it was going to be one thing, you thought it was going to be another thing, and that's why you guys are quarreling right now. So if you have an optimum sales process, you're not going to run into that problem because your sales process will lead you to ask the right questions, to gain feedback, and to qualify. And both the bride and the groom and our members of uh, members of the family, are you, are going to be absolutely clear on what it was that you guys agreed in the first place, and there isn't going to be any quarrel. So... Let me wrap it up here on the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. 
Thank you guys very much for your time and attention. I will catch you guys on the next episode where we'll, we'll uh, where we sorry excuse me where we will keep on the discussion about um, yeah more sales and uh, contract um, related stuff at least for the next couple of episodes before we branch off into some more uh, juicy stuff. So you guys have a wonderful day.